welcome to a new episode of NY Jets Fans with your host, Davin and Kyle. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Jets Fans Podcast as we come to y'all with a new episode. We are less than two weeks away from a new season. Well, not even a new season, but a new offseason and a new year. Um, free agency will start, and we can't wait to see what the what the Jets do. But other than that, what's going on with you, Kyle? How you feeling today? Oh, sorry, today. <laughs> yeah, everything's good, bro. Um, as I said, uh, just uh, interested in you know anticipating you know what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks as the, the off season season starts, and uh, you know uh, I'm I'm ready to start uh, you know diving into some 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 videos and watching highlights of these uh the this this year's draft class to see you know um, what kind of potentials out there. Yeah, and that's going to be very interesting for us because we we need a, we still got some holes to fill. But since we're talking about the holes, um, JD and Robert Salah have said to order in order to fix uh, Zach Wilson and for him to have a better um, better year in year two, that the defense needs to play better. So. Is that giving us a clue that maybe free agency or maybe the draft they would go more on defense than than offense, and why? Um, I don't know if you know per se if they, you know, would would like go you know full headed you know full ahead on trying to uh, address uh, defense like that. I think they still need a bit of a balance in terms of how they address things on on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't particularly even agree with the, the statement of, you know, needing to fix the defense. Um, mm. to me, I think where the, the problem lies is the consistency in the offense. We would never agree. get, um, sustainable drives where we're getting, you know, back to back seven, eight, nine, you know, plays back to back on drives. You know, we, we would get a lot of, you know, three and outs or, you know, maybe four play drives and gives the ball back to the defense, you know, and when the defense is on the field all the time, you know, they're, they're bound to break. So between that, the inconsistency of the offense and just the amount of injuries we had on the defensive side, you know, starting off the, the off the bat with um Carl Lawson going down before he even gets to, you know, register a, uh, a regular season game, you know, that's that's a big blow for the defense, you know, being a key free agent that they picked up. So I'm looking yeah. at, you know, I definitely think they obviously they're going to need some help on the defense. But to me, the offensive side of the ball and its efficiency needs to be addressed, you know, full fold, fold before they start looking at the defense to me. Um, I, I will agree with you on that one. Um, We still have questions like, um, if Becton or if Fant is going to play at the left tackle, uh, we still got questions at right guard. <laughs> we we got we got a couple of questions on on offense as much as defense, and I feel like you know we fill fill a couple of holes on on free agency, and then we'll see what happens after um at the draft. You know, um, I feel like if if JD can have a good free agency. I think I think it makes it a little I'm not going to say too comfortable but a little comfortable to maybe trade that number 10 pick 
um, and get a couple of more draft picks and let the let the chips fall, you know, let the chips fall in the Jets' favor. Um, I'm not sitting here saying, well, yes, we do need help on defense. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. But at the same time, there's there's holes on offense and there's holes on defense because we still need to tighten in as well. Um, I'm thinking Tyler Croft might not sign. Maybe they might go for Dalton Schultz. Um, Schultz. But yeah. what's the what's the contract going to be like for him? Because I don't want I, to be honest. I don't want to pay too high for for um tight end. You know. Right. Yeah. Because right now I the that's definitely not a a, a focal point you know, of our, our defense right now. So, I mean, of our offense right now. So I would, mm-hmm. um, I definitely see, you know, either the draft or maybe picking up a more seasoned veteran, like a, um, like a Ertz to come in and maybe mentor whoever they get, you know, you know, whoever they might draft or, you know, having a roster that they feel, you know, might be feasible enough to take the job. You know, we did draft um, Yarbrough last year. So who knows what their, what their feelings, you know, on him is like. So mm. uh, there's, let's say at the end of the day, there's definitely um, more needs uh, in regards to uh, areas of, of concern on the team than tight end. <laughs> and and also uh that I've I've been seeing uh more and more Jets fans talk about this wide receiver trade. This <laughs> number one wide receiver trade. I'm definitely not trying for Amari Cooper. Um not saying he's not uh a good wide receiver. That twenty million dollars is a lot of money and I'm not going for that for him to not put up the numbers that he did two years ago or three years ago, you know, or, um, or for say, um, just, just any elite wide receiver, they, they would have to kind of prove themselves, but also, um, we still have Corey Davis. So, and even Elijah Moore, Elijah Moore was actually was getting a little hot before he was gone for the season. So I would like to see more of that as well. I feel like, I feel like maybe try to pick one up in free agency. Um, we'll talk more free agency next week to figure out who's out there, but I'm I'm not too sure if we should trade for one. Yeah, I don't <clears throat> I don't think um I don't think uh trade would be necessary. Honestly, uh they, they might just be better off um you know looking towards the draft and, and getting somebody there, you know. Right. So we'll, 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 we'll figure some more out, you know, very, very soon, but also uh, the Jets is going to pick up on Quentin Williams fifth year option of $11.5 million. Um, I think, I think it's a good, I think it's a good move. Uh, Quentin Williams, six sacks. He seems like he's getting better each year. Um, um, maybe, maybe you disagree with it, but um, do you think that's necessary to 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 extend his contract or just let this year play out? Um, at this point, to me, I think um, they need to work on something for him. You know, uh, especially if you know we're talking about JD and his philosophy of, you know, 
starting from the trenches, like mm-hmm. he's definitely a piece that can be a cornerstone, you know, in the trenches, you know, for us, you know, in some some years to come. Um, so obviously you pick up the option and then, you know, you look to, you know, sign him something for more, uh, you know, long-term, you know. Um, Agree. And, you know, because I, like I said, there's some people that, like I said, that might not be um, on the squad in terms of um, that D-line, you know, like one being um, Shepard, but I don't think he'd probably come back. And, you know, even though I would like um, Fado Kasi to come back, who knows what his market is like. And if um, JD is going to um, want to look to extend himself financially to to keep him. So, um, right. so bringing Quentin Williams back to me, I think is, is, is a no-brainer. And as well as a no-brainer, it's an absolute must based on uh, – you know, certain people, you know, those key guys that I just mentioned in terms of um, being free agents. Yeah, I, I think I think that was a must. Like I said, he's getting better every year. And I think just fans starting to love him. Um, something like how the Rams love Aaron Donald. So I think that I think bringing him back is a good thing. Um, figure out the contracts, uh, figure out the contract, figure out the money. Um, figure out the language and everything in the, in this contract, and let's get the ball rolling, you know. Um, and also, uh, Salah and coaches is not going to be at the at the draft combine in Indianapolis. Uh, Indianapolis, they going. They uh, basically they're going to watch the film and and, and do the uh, virtual um, interviews with the with the players. So. Um, I think I don't think JD going out there too. I'm not too sure, but um, how do you how do you feel about that? Do you think that the the film matters more than just actually watching the guys? Um, I would say uh, I have no problems with them uh, not going to the combine because at the end of the day, they can see all the results of the combine, you know, on TV. <laughs> you know, so to speak. <laughs> Going there doesn't really make sense, and especially since they had um, some exposure to some of these guys at the Senior Bowl, I think they come they they have a little bit of a hands up on other teams that weren't there, on some of the mm-hmm. players that they you know that they might be considering. So them not going doesn't really uh, bother me too much. I think if anything, JD's probably just going to go to um, politic with other uh, GMs to see who might you know want to make some deals in terms of uh, draft time, you know? So, uh, yeah, you know, that's where I think, you know, his, his, his presence there um, makes sense. And, you know, because think about it, like us as fans, um, we can see tape on these guys, you know, you just yeah. you go to YouTube and you can see highlights of these guys. That's what I've been doing, you know, for the past couple of years now. And just from that, there has been, quite a few people who I called out and was like, okay, this guy's a player and, oh, this guy isn't, you know, just from the film. Right. And then, you know, the the other side of that, you know, with um, a lot of things being virtual as it is now, you know, these guys that you're interested in, you, you end up saving, you save, you save time and money when you can just say, okay, we want to schedule a Zoom meeting with this guy just to ask him some questions. You know, right. so 
And at that point, doing it that way, you can probably speak to a lot more people, you know, in, in that fashion than actually going someplace and having to, you know, take someone and take them to the side and talk to them or schedule rooms and stuff where you can have meetings with people. So as I said, I, I just think that um, what the, their plan that they have is, 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 is good and is, is efficient in terms of um, trying to get things done. Yeah, um, just because a guy runs really fast or he throws 70 to 80 yards doesn't mean that they're going to do good in the in the NFL because they don't know how to, to be patient with the with the boring game, you know, and it's just it just seems it's just it's just see we, we see it, you know, we, we see it, you know. You know, yeah. I let you and uh Charmin do y'all y'all late y'all late picks. You know, I'm I'm usually the guy that gets the gets the first round picks and and you know, so yeah, it's it's just very interesting. Also, Chris, he be doing the first and second rounds too good. So it just seems it just seems like all of these picks, you know, that we that we go to is it's just from us really watching. So yeah, the film matters more than what the guys do because some of the guys actually gets injured at the combine and then they then they be questionable you know seem like they draft stock is gets questionable yeah but like i said then this is definitely um it's definitely a bit of a you know at the end of the day it's a bit of a a, a crapshoot because um you never know who's gonna you know who's gonna pan out you know, once they get on your team, you know, because sometimes you you got good players that just aren't fits, you know, for your, for your, what you're trying to do, even yeah. though you might think so. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's definitely, <laughs> um, like I said, it's a it's a bit of a crapshoot, but hopefully, you know, based on what you know they did last year, you know, I, I had a couple of picks I wasn't too keen on, but uh for the most part like i i really like what jd did last year so i i just expect him to continue on you know improving in that area well we well we're not hoping for uh snake eyes you know (laughs) (laughs) we're not hoping for the snake eyes in the dice game so you know let's let's keep the dice rolling um let's get into some let's get into some nfl news and some rumors uh we got the Broncos and also the Washington Commanders. I almost said the Washington football team, but the Commanders, <laughs> <laughs> the Broncos, um, George Patton said, basically all, all is on the table for the quarterback, for getting the quarterback, trading for a quarterback. They got 11 draft picks. And the Washington Commanders, uh, GM, Martin Mayu, then said that, the franchise is looking everywhere for a quarterback. So basically they're talking to every team about the quarterback to see what's available. Um I think the Broncos could could get a could get a trade, but uh what 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 um what can these two teams do on trying to get a quarterback and, and what quarterbacks could be available to them? Um like I said that's a I don't, I don't know, um, like from the draft wise, I know there's a couple of guys that they might be looking at that they, maybe they want to move up to get, but mm-hmm. doing that, that's, that's kind of risky because as I said, you never know what you're going to get from the rookie guys. So, um, you know, may, who knows, maybe they'll, uh, maybe they'll look to, 
you know, maybe do something with, uh, you know, Garoppolo, maybe. You know what I'm saying? I was I was just thinking about Garoppolo to uh Washington Commanders because remember Alex Smith then went there kind of almost at the end of his career and he looked like he was on the, the verge until he got that big injury. So I was thinking of Garoppolo to the Washington Commanders. Yeah, that's that's I said that's something, you know, especially since they have um Trey Lance in a, you know in effect right now, you know. You know, looking to you know take over the reign. So, um, like I said, outside of that, um, Rose, maybe they pick up a a, a Mariota in free agency. Ugh. I mean, uh, but I said with that, you know, I don't see him as much of an upgrade over um, over Heineke. So, agree. Yeah, that's there. <sighs> No, that's that's yeah, that's that's um that would be a risky move in terms of my say if they're looking to um you know uh for immediate success, you know, because they said they started out pretty well last year and then just caught a couple of hiccups in the road, you know, down the down the um you know towards the end of the season, you know. So yes. I you know, one quarterback I, I actually would would maybe take a gamble on just for one season. Um if if Washington really wants to is maybe Mitch Trubisky. I'm not saying it's the best option, but maybe he could do something, you know? Because because he remember he was a starter with the Bears and he had Allen Robinson and he was doing good with him. So with McLaurin and the other wide receiver core and the tight ends, maybe maybe you give him a shot because maybe he is hungry for a starting line, uh, starting quote QB role. You know, maybe he wants to get back into that to that role. I'm just saying, or let him battle without with with uh, Heineke. I'm I'm just saying, like I I I would maybe give him a shot. Um, <laughs> oh man. I'm surprised I even said that because you know how I felt about him a year or two ago. <laughs> yeah. And also, um, but but with the Broncos per se, I think they got the best shot at getting Deshaun Watson. If you got eleven picks and they and everything is on the table, I think they'll be the ones to to give up the two to three picks to get Watson. And they'll give up a player, but not a good, not like a not like an awesome player, but a put a decent player. Good and like good enough that they'll say okay, because that's the best. That's the best offer they're gonna get. Right. So we'll we'll see what happens with them two. Yeah, but I I was thinking because I, I if I'm not mistaken, I thought I saw somebody talking about on Washington making an attempt, you know, to get Watson. But <laughs> what the, they gonna trade? They were talking about um having a. The defensive end, Young. No way, no way. I won't do it. They were talking it. about putting him into into the grid. Now here's the thing. He's shown definitely shown flashes of dominance, but if yes. he's going to have injury issues the way he is, you know, he has been. You know, do you do you look to uh, move away from that and get as much value as you can now because he still has that potential? And you know, just try to look to re- to replace him in the draft. Because from my understanding, like this draft has a 
pretty decent uh, class of um, defensive ends coming out. So mm. that might be something that they might look at. Who knows? Jesus. That's that's a hell of a gamble if, if uh, Washington does do it. But they'll have a but they'll have a quarterback for for uh, for a while. So yep. so so is there so is there really any love that's going to be lost for for both teams? Because right now I'm not going to lie, you know Austin uh, Davis or is it Austin Mills? <laughs> I keep getting this name wrong. I think it's Austin Davis. Um, you talking about the, the quarterback? Is it Austin Mills or is it Davis? Houston. Yeah, so Davis Mills. Mills, thank you. Oh my God, Kyle, I'll be I'm sorry, it's Davis Mills. I'm laughing because I, I said his name like before the season ended, and then I get his name wrong. Davis Mills, Davis Mills is actually a, a, a okay quarterback, he's he's actually been doing real good, you know. So, I, I think they got their quarterback. I think you get Chase Young and you get a couple of draft picks, and you and you let the dice roll, and then Washington gets they they quarterback. So yeah, I can see that happening too. A lot is a lot is on the table right here, man. A lot, a lot is on the table. Um, the Packers. Uh, rumor is that the Packers and Aaron Rodgers are in negotiations. Um, apparently, Packers are take doing they basically they they trying to make space. They're trying to have the, the money, the sign Rodgers to be the highest pay, uh, um, basically the highest paying player in the NFL, which should be $45, $50 million for um, maybe two years. Um, do, do you give Aaron Rodgers that, that type of money and, and how and how are they going to be? And, and is it a must that they win a Super Bowl if they do that? I would say like this. Being, being the player that he is, having won the MVPs that he's won, does the money, does that amount of money, uh, warrant the best chance you have again back to the Super Bowl? <laughs> mm. I mean, and at this point, I would say yes. Like it's a, it's a two, maybe a two-year gamble. Give them fifty million a year for the next two years. See what happens. If it doesn't happen, then you just you go by the wayside. But at the end of the day, even at let's say twenty million a year or thirty million a year, can you think of another quarterback that can come in and give them that shot? <sighs> oh man, man, listen. <laughs> you know, I, you know, you know, I love Aaron Rodgers. Um, I love Aaron Rodgers like like Andrew Luck. Um, so I I think Rodgers deserves the money, but at the same time, you still have to find a way to get Devontae Adams and you need to execute in the draft. Because I don't, because unless of players is willing to do like the, you know, the minimum, I don't see the Packers really signing nobody in free agency unless if they they come up with some some kind of money and ready to go over the cap again. Yeah, I don't know. That's tough. Yeah, it's, it's it's a sticky situation at the end of the day, you know. But right, like I said, I, I don't. Like I said, I really don't see uh, 
I really don't see anyone else giving them a, a you know, a, a chance in hell of being even a playoff team at this point. You know, like if they replace him, like they would have to replace him with, you know, do some sort of trade and like get a get a Russell Wilson in there or, you know what I mean? Like someone to that caliber because mm. even at his age, Aaron Rodgers is still, you know, top He's five. still QB Aaron Rodgers, yes. Still top five QB in the league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm going to give him three, but um, – but yeah, I mean, you gotta give them the money and hope for a Super Bowl. But at the same time, you gotta get Devontae Adams back on the back on the uh the train, and you need to execute the draft because that's one of the great that's one of the Packers um that's one of the Packers uh flaws is is the draft. They draft they draft in the last few years haven't been on point. So hopefully they'll be able to to execute. So. I think we will see definitely what's going on with that. Um, of course, we got Kyler Murphy news. I forgot about that. Kyler Murphy, uh, his basically his agent, him and his agent, done sent sent the Cardinals. They they offered for a long term contract. Uh, does the Cardinals? give them the money or does the Cardinals just wait it out because it just seems it just seems like to me I would just wait it out to be honest with you because you you don't know what you're going to get from from the kid I'm not saying the kid is 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 bad but kid is good but I think they should just wait it out but maybe you have a different um opinion on it oh no I I'm yeah, I think they should probably wait it out. Because um, you, you, we've seen both sides of Kyler Murray. You know what I mean? Like, we've seen yes. him. He's like, oh, he's that dude. And then we've seen the other side where it's like, okay, who is this guy? <laughs> so, so, yeah, so I, I would I would probably wait it out and just see what's going to um, come of things. I wouldn't, I wouldn't press the issue with his contract that much so so my question is should the cardinals actually try to go go for a another wide receiver to play with hopkins just in case if the hopkins situation happens again or should they just go go with a top top receiver in the draft because they without hopkins let's be honest kyle they really struggled in that passing game. And it yeah. showed. Yeah. So that's it. Well, <laughs> it's Hopkins. I mean, it's Hopkins. So it, it, it makes sense that, that, that there would be struggles. So, um, uh, I mean, AJ Green, well, AJ Green was, was past this prime and then you had the other guys, um, Isabella and, and yeah, and, uh, Kurt, but yeah, like I said, it just seems like something is not clicking, something not clicking with that offense, you know, and there's so much that defense can do. So I don't know, maybe, maybe try to get a guy that, that could play. Maybe, maybe go, you can 
maybe go, well, I'm not going to say Juju because Juju haven't been playing good neither. <laughs> I was going to say Juju, but then I had to rethink about it. I had to rethink about that. Maybe Robbie Anderson. Maybe maybe Robbie Anderson. I'm just saying Robbie Anderson because, you know, Hopkins could, could make Robbie Anderson, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they double him. You know, Robbie could beat them one on one because of how fast he is. You know, yeah. give Kyle Kyle another option on the deep, the deep throw, I'm deep ball. So I don't know, I, but yeah, let's 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 move let's move along because that's crazy. And the last thing with the quarterbacks is Jimmy Garoppolo, um, is having surgery next week to repair a tour capsule in his throwing shoulders. Um, sorry, throwing shoulder. And he won't be throwing for the 16 weeks slash four months, but should be ready for the season if all goes well. If all goes well. Um, teams asked about Guapolo. So um we're gonna say that the injury has nothing to do with Garoppolo. Um what what teams could you see uh fit for Garoppolo at this point? Um, I said like I mentioned earlier, possibly uh Possibly Washington. Um, who knows? Uh, maybe Pittsburgh. You know, that's a possibility. Maybe Pittsburgh. Um, I said it's very slim pickings because there's a lot of young, good talent that just entered into the league. So the the amount of spots that you have available for for um, quarterbacks is not. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not, not, it's not a really mm-hmm. big market. So, yeah, I, I think his market is very, very limited in very where <laughs> he can possibly go. Jesus Christ! because where, where, where else? Where else could he could he really go? Um, we could say Broncos, but that might not work out. Possibility the Giants, but I don't. I think the Giants is going to give Daniel Jones one more like a shot. To actually see if he could do something with uh with Brian Dabo. Uh Lord. I wouldn't say the Dolphins. I was gonna say the Dolphins, but they love Tua so damn much. I'm I'm thinking the Dolphins is just gonna keep the keep the kid. Um yeah, I, I, there's not many too many choices. Um Garoppolo wants to win. Um, and I don't see it happening. The one team I was going to say, um, the Raiders, but but uh, Josh McDaniels did say something about uh, Carr staying, and he's at the final year of his contract, and also they haven't talked about contract extension yet. So I was thinking maybe maybe that team, but uh, uh, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. So I guess when we figure out more, we'll let you know. But it sounds like Garoppolo is getting traded, though, definitely. Um, And last but not least, oh, yeah, we got two more. The first one is uh, Giants is listening to offers for Saquon Barkley. So what's the what's the offer? If you if you if, if Barkley is on the table and and other for other GMs, what would you what would they offer to get Saquon Barkley? Yeah, I said from a, from a talent standpoint, you know, you know he has a talent, but since haven't 
having a hard being a hard time staying on the field definitely hurts his um hurts his uh his 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 value you know so yeah me personally like i can see possibly doing something like maybe like a third and a and a six for him uh i would be hesitant to go any higher than that uh you know, because I don't think there's a. I say I'm not sure because we haven't. I haven't really looked at the the um the draft class like that. But I'm not sure what running backs are are coming out this year to say, okay, well, this could be a possible target for them. You know what I mean? So, you know, with the with the draft picks that they would be getting. So yeah, I would say. I would say probably that's that maybe like a third and a six to um to get him. What do you think? My fault. I thought I was talking the whole time and <laughs> I was over there talking to the air. Uh, <laughs> I was I was thinking of second of second and the fourth, uh, now the third and the sixth. Um, I, the reason why I say second and the fourth is because if Barkley is healthy, he can, he he's a hell of a running back, without a shot of a doubt. Um, just like you said, the injuries and everything else, third and six, it sounds like sounds good too. But he's he's not he's not first he's not the first round guy that you that you would think that he's worth. I don't know why. I don't know why certain GMs think they're going to get a first round pick. How, what's the percentage of, of, of getting a guy top five or top 10 and then getting, and then when you want to get rid of them, you get back a first round pick. Well, that's the thing with JD pulling a miracle off that he did with um, Adams. <laughs> I don't think anything is possible, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you right. Saquon <laughs> is a far better football player than than Adams. <laughs> Agree. And so, if they can actually get, if someone actually did trade, you know, a first round for him, I I wouldn't be surprised. But for me, I just think that's a little bit high for someone with his his injury history right now. Hey, I'm I'm just saying. Remember, I was the I think I was the only one that said we need two first rounds for Jabal Adams, and and nobody didn't believe it until I <laughs> until I said it until it happened, and then I said, mm, "Now look where we at! <laughs> now look where we at! We got two ten, we got two top ten picks, and this is this is this is a blessing. Thank you, Jamal Adams. This is a really real blessing." from from you to give to us fans so the future is bright for for us so shout out to you jamal adams thank you thank you so much and last but not least last topic amari cooper um cowboys might be might be uh might want to give him a pay cut due to um his season uh might might want to trade him um what should the Cowboys do with Amari Cooper? Because he got $20 million down the line coming up. And yeah, 
doesn't it's not too good because we know CD Lamb is definitely the Cowboys' future uh star and wide receiver, and he's been playing better than uh Cooper. That's just in my opinion. Yeah, I I actually don't see them giving him that type of money. Uh he's good, but I don't think he's 20 mil good. <laughs> Agree. So, yeah, I can definitely see them uh, moving on from him, especially with the fact that they they have um C D there, you know, to take you know, to take over the range. So right. And they also still got uh Gallup as well. So I feel like it's no love lost and I think uh Cooper's gonna have to take a pay cut. As crazy as it sounds and as pissed off as Cooper is about to be, I think I think it's either pay cut or they're gonna have to eat that money up and either release or trade him. Because yeah. he's not the same Cooper. He's not the same Cooper as he was um two, three years ago. So yeah, this is going to be a tough decision for the Cowboys, but they wanted to get that man that money, which I thought was kind of crazy. But at the same time, I understood why why they did it. So um, they got their star. They got their star wide receiver. And, yeah, and Lamb. And, you know, they they there's no love lost for uh for Cooper because they can just go get another guy and, um, in the draft, because remember, I think the Cowboys went all defense last draft, right? Yeah, they they did pick up a lot of defensive players. <laughs> yeah, so I think they, so I think, so I think they're gonna maybe pick up some, maybe pick up another wide receiver. If so, then we know, then we know where uh, Cooper's future lies. So this it's gonna be very interesting to see, very very interesting. But anyways, that's it for our uh, episode. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Just Fans Podcast. Also, you can follow follow the group, Facebook group, Just Fans Only at NY Just Fans, and it's a Facebook group. Don't look for the page. Um, I I gotta do some things with that page to get it back to where to get it back going. But um, yeah, we you know we welcome you, myself and Kyle. We welcome y'all with open arms. Um, hopefully we'll get some guests on here soon. Because um, maybe be maybe after free agency we get some we get some people on here, some some Jets fans or some other guys, and we'll you know we'll talk some Jets football. You know, but other than that, until next time, we take a flight. Right.